0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Box Office Seats. I'm your host, Tyler Callahan, and we got a bit to talk about first. There are the latest updates from the movies in China and how they're doing post-New Year. And while the box office in America is still quiet, New York made a move to wake things up. First, let's talk about the numbers. Okay, so since much did not happen domestically, let's get that over with in first place again is the crudes a new age with one point seven million for a total now of fifty point eight million? That's right, it only took about three months but it finally passed the fifty million dollar mark. In second place is the Little Things with one point two million for a total of eleven point seven million. Going from first to third this weekend is Judas and the Black Messiah with only nine hundred and five thousand for a total of three point three million. In fourth place is One Woman, nineteen eighty four, with eight hundred and five thousand for a total of forty two point seven million. Finally, in fifth place is the Marksman with seven hundred and seventy five thousand for a total of eleven point four million. Now you might be wondering, well, did not No Man Land get a wide release this weekend? It did. However, Searchlight and Disney have decided not to release specific numbers at all. I feel like how Warner Brothers did not give detailed numbers for Tenant. Deadline is reporting based on what they have learned. It made about five hundred thousand for a total of 673,000. This would have given it seventh place if the numbers were official. While those are bad numbers, the movie is getting hit from two sides of the pandemic, and it being available on Hulu at no extra charge, and unlike movies going to HBO Max, there is a lot more uh, Hulu customers. I do hope, as things go back to normal, this does not become a more common situation where less and less information is is released. It is already bad enough. Of VOD numbers are non-existent. We don't need box office numbers to go away. Now, who is ready to talk about some real numbers? That's right. Let's go to China, where it looks like the collapse of Detective Chinatown Three has happened faster than expected. In first place for the weekend was High Mom with one hundred and thirty-four point two million. For a total of 619.4 million. In second place was Detective Chinatown 3 with 45.3 million, for a total of 619.2 million. In third place was The Writer's Odyssey with 20.2 million, for a total of 112 million. In fourth place is Endgame with 14.7 million, for a total now of 42.3 million. In fifth place was Boonie Bears: The Wildlife with 10 million, for a total of 77.4 million. Down in sixth place is New Gods Niza Reborn with 9 million for a total of 50.3 million. Finally, having collapsed in seventh place is the Yin Yang Master with only 2.6 million for a total of 36.7 million. So, yeah, it was by the slimmest of margins, but High Mom has now passed Detective Chinatown 3. Besides the dailies being strong weekend to weekend, to- was great, only dropping 17%. Detective Chinatown 3 has collapsed hard, dropping 89% from last weekend. Now, it is weird to talk about a movie collapsing like this, like it is some kind of failure, but it has made over 600 million dollars, and is already one of the top grossing movies in China of all time. I've said this before, but the word of mouth in China is the strongest in any country I have seen. It will make or break a movie, and we see that clearly here. For the other movies, it looks like people are getting around to seeing Endgame, which is gaining more now and moved up from 7th to 4th. Also, the two movies Netflix have bought are now at the bottom. Not sure how much uh, that says for their quality. Now looking forward to new movies in China, we have some new release dates. Tom and Jerry will premiere there on February 26th, so next episode we'll have some numbers on that. Coming out in limited release on April 23rd, Nomadland has been given the approval to play in the country and the National Alliance of Art House Cinema will work to distribute it. I actually did not know about this group, but it is a group in China that works to bring independent films to China. Previous films released by them in the Middle Kingdom include Manchester by the Sea and the classic indie hit, Bohemian Rhapsody. But of course, as you know, the second one isn't really an indie film. For Hong Kong, I got some details, however, not much. For the first weekend reopened, all Movies Together made $2.2 million. And while I do not have the specific amounts each movie made, I do have the top 5 placement. In first place was Shockwave 2, in second place was One Woman 1984, third place was Soul, fourth place was The Way We Keep Dancing, which is a Hong Kong drama, and then in fifth place was Demon Slayer. So from what I gather here is for Chinese movies that just came out, they will be released in Hong Kong later, and right now the market is more focused on catching up on what they have missed. which. Makes sense. Finally, a small update on Demon Slayer. With it now in other markets, it has a worldwide total of 399 million. This pushes it past the 383 million Spirited Away has made worldwide, and has made it the biggest Japanese movie worldwide of all time. So that is another record the movie has taken and we will pass the $400 million mark by the time you hear this. With the numbers out of the way, let's look at the future and theaters reopening. First up is New York, specifically New York City, with Governor Cuomo announcing that theaters in the city can reopen starting March 5th. Along with this, the standard safety protocols are in place that must be 25% capacity or 50 people per theater, along with better filtration, masks, and assigned seating. Already, AMC has announced that all 13 cinemas that they have in the city will reopen on March 5th, Well, as of this recording, Regal has not said what they plan to do. What I mentioned last week is for Hollywood to not delay movies anymore. They need all markets open with some capacity. For Regal, they are refusing to open all their theaters unless New York City and LA are open. With New York City now done, uh, are they really going to miss out on the new movies they can show across the country while the theaters in LA are still closed? That remains to be seen. As for who this benefits? Well, Disney, the most benefits because of Raya opening that day. Uh, They now get an immediate boost in theaters and access to more people who will go. And it could also help Lionsgate with Chaos Walking, which releases the same day, if it's good. And could even help Warner Brothers with Tom and Jerry a little bit, if the movie is not trash. Heading quickly over to the UK, the government has released a new rollout plan for reopening the country, with dates for everything. However, these dates only hold if the vaccine distribution still goes well, and cases do not spike again. With that being said, cinemas in the UK would reopen right now on May 17th, probably with some restrictions. This further helps Disney and Universal in the short term, as they know they would have another country to premiere, Black Widow and F9 respectively. Looking at movies in production, we got a small update on the Luther movie. During an interview, Idris Elba mentioned that filming will begin later this year for the movie. Personally, I am excited by the news and I do look forward to it. But I wonder, is it going to be like a BBC film that airs on TV, or an actual theatrical release? I hope it goes to theaters, but we will see. We also got a small update on Spider-Man 3, which after the cast was teased in the title, it was finally announced that it would be called Spider- man No Way Home. Tony also mentioned it would only be in theaters this Christmas, so as of now, no delay. I like the title, as it sounds a bit more serious, and with how far from home left off, and the rumors for what this one will have, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, for VOD Premium, it's a bit busy this week, so let's start off with Disney+, Plus, which officially kicked off its International Star expansion. If you are a Disney Plus customer in Canada, Europe, New Zealand, or Australia, you now have access to it. If you are in Singapore, well, you just got Disney Plus and Star since the entire streaming service just launched there. Again, if you are in the United States, you will not be getting this due to having Hulu. Just FYI. For new shows on the streaming platform, Loki got a small delay from May and will now premiere on June 11th. The next Star Wars show, The Bad Batch, will premiere on, you guessed it, May 4th, so while the dream scenario of having having some kind of Marvel content released every week is gone, uh, at least we got exact dates for it, and I do wonder if this pushback for Loki means Black Widow will actually stay in May. Moving over to Netflix, we got our release date for one of the bigger summer movies from them, Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder. The movie will premiere on May 21st, so it has a prime summer spot, and unlike last year, should face competition again for movies being released in theaters. I'm looking forward to Netflix, fudging the numbers to make it look good. Personally, I am looking to the movie, looking forward to the movie. A zombie heist movie with Zack Snyder style. Should be a good time. Finally, David Fincher coming off of Mank is going right back to Netflix. Deadline is reporting that his next movie will be adapting a graphic novel called The Killer. The story is about an assassin who stars to have a psychological crisis. Besides directing, uh, Fincher... We'll be working with Andrew Kevin Walker, who will write the screenplay. The reason I'm pointing this out is he wrote the screenplay for Seven. As for casting, it has been rumored Michael Fassbender is in talks for the lead role. Overall, I think this could be great. Uh, Fincher's a great director, and I really want to see Fassbender in a good movie. I feel the last one for him was, uh, I think, Steve Jobs, which was five years ago. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Seats. Don't worry, I will be talking a lot about the Paramount Plus news and the moves Viacom, CBS are making in the next episode. I was going to try and work it in, but they just released a ton of info, so I'll go over a lot of it next week. question for the episode is, do you plan on going back to theaters in March? Uh, if you have the option to, let me know on Facebook. Link to the pages in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.